For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Who's the Bucks quarterback if it's not Tom Brady? Which it's not Tom Brady. Tom's retired. I don't understand why there's no talk about that. So Ryan in New York, he says, right now, the Buccaneers quarterback depth chart is Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. I suspect they'll be shopping for a quarterback in free agency because if they don't, yikes. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Holla, holla, we damn boys. Coming at you live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio. Shout out Rhino Radio, uh, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. We're streaming. I'm just going to get to this message right out of the gate. This came to my phone this morning. Can't wait for your show today. It's from my buddy Jeff. He says, so many hockey storylines. Your Panthers win, but so do the Penguins and Islanders. The finish to this regular season is going to be really fun to watch and coming up on the program today to uh, talk about it. Stanley Cup champion and Vegas Golden Knights television color commentator Shane Knighty in hour one and Washington Capitals TV analyst Alan May in hour two, who coincidentally is best friends with Jeff Pearson, the guy that sent me the note. Let's bring in the moose, Darren Moose DuPont, who remains in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And before we go back to last night's leftovers, and then dig into today's appetizers, Moose, which include the Winnipeg Jets. Home to the Minnesota Wild tonight in a massive four-point game in the Central Division. Are you feeling the anxiety, the angst coming at you from to your left, which would be the east out of Manitoba and Winnipeg? Are you feeling it with the Jets? Yes, absolutely I am. I mean, Ooh. for the Jets, yeah, like these are becoming playoff games. I don't know that. They need to worry about missing the playoff. Until you clinch, you have to be cautious of it. But this is a big game, a big stretch, because, you know, now playoff positioning matters just as much as making the playoffs, you know, and, and getting this team squared away. So this is a big litmus test for this group tonight. Well, uh, that's the whole thing, man. We're going to give you a life lesson right out of the gate, and I feel somewhat – I got my knuckles wrapped for saying this. I said I feel kind of uh, – guilty 
passing along advice as a guy that pretty much screwed up everything I ever touched in my life until now. But now I'm passing along this advice. Run your own race. It's why racehorses have blinders on. Run your own race, Winnipeg. Be the best Jets you can be. Calgary, be the best Flames you can be because if you get two points every night, they, nobody can affect you, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm right out of the gate. Now, and Jeff, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, if you don't mind? I got so many, I got so many stories and things and anecdotes to get to today. I'm not even sure if we'll actually get to the games. But Jeff Pearson is the guy that texted me. You know Jeff. The hotelier. Hotel magnate, yes. he's written in, and he says, uh, my Panthers. They're officially my Panthers. And I'm going to get to the game last night where they beat my former team, the Vegas Golden Knights. That whole thing about you can't schedule feelings. When the Panthers scored last night, the Lamborghini, Ryan Lomberg, when he scored for Florida to make it one nothing, I, I, got, I got tingles. I was actually sitting in a luxury suite, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's over. It, this is the torch has been passed. The Florida Panthers are now my team based on how I felt and here, you know, with this goal going in. And, and then a nice lady was carrying these Alexander Barkov bobbleheads, Moose. I know you can't see them on radio, but trust me, it's magnificent. It's in the baby blue retro reverse Panthers jerseys. Their captain, Alexander Barkov, she had a handful of them. I said, excuse me, is it Alexander Barkov bobblehead night? And she said, no, that was a couple games ago, but we have some here. Would, would you like one? <laughs> yeah. Is a bear Catholic? So I got this thing, and I was showing my guy Thad and Jake uh, this in between periods, and they said, you're getting quite the impressive bobblehead collection. And I said, yes, I have an Aaron Eckblad bobblehead that I got from Thad, and now my Barkov one, and I am just Bob's your uncle. So I'm still very Bob's much enjoying being a hockey fan watching NHL hockey in South Florida, and uh, nobody else is talking hockey but us here, so it's perfect. So anyways, can you hit the horn again, please, Director Jordan? Ten games last night. Here is a sentence on each in Pittsburgh. Sidney Crosby's power play goal, 245 into overtime, finished off a frantic rally. The Penguins came back from 4 nothing down and beat Columbus 5-4. In Montreal... Jesperi Kokaniemi, old licorice legs, scored the deciding goal in the sixth round of the shootout to lead Carolina to their third straight win, 4-3 over the Kennedy. In Newark, New Jersey, Austin Matthews scored on a power play with 2.53 to go to lift Toronto over New Jersey, 4-3. In New York, Josh Bailey and Hudson Fashing each had a goal and a helper in the third to lead the Islanders past the Sabres, 3-2. Here in Sunrise, Sergei Brabowski made 31 saves as Florida ended Vegas's three-game win streak. They beat the Golden Knights 2-1, and to be honest, they made the Golden Knights look pedestrian last night. In St. Paul, Minnesota, Tyler Toffoli scored in fourth, the fourth round of the shootout to lift Calgary to a 1-0 win over Minnesota. The big story was Jacob Markstrom. Moosey was the first star, a 40-save shutty. And hey, can you, can you all hear that? Can you all hear that? Here come the Flames. In Tampa, Alex Kalorn and Nikita Kucherov each had two goals and an assist. In Tampa Bay, snapped a five-game slide, dumping the Philly Flyers 5-2. In Seattle, Jared McCann scored his fifth goal in the past five games. Daniel Sprong scored for the first time since January 17th. And Seattle won its fifth in a row. 
5-2 over Anaheim, and there were two other games. Arizona beat St. Louis 6-2, and Kale McCarr and Valerie Nichushkin each had a goal and three assists to help the Avalanche drown the Sharks 5-0. Hell of a night of hockey. Those were my thoughts. What were yours on the Leafs going into New Jersey and winning? Yeah, I thought that was big. Mitch Marner had a beautiful shorthanded goal in that one. Uh, Matthews winning it. Um, I thought those that's important for your stars to be your stars. And so a big game, tons of electricity. Remember the last time they went into New Jersey, oh. they snapped the uh, Devils' 13-game winning streak um, under some controversy for penalties and whatnot. But that was fun. This is fun. And so you like to see two really good high-end teams going toe-to-toe and coming down to late in the game. And then, you know, for Calgary, I know we're going to probably get to that, but Markstrom, I mean, that's the kind of game you need. A 40-save shutout, win it late. You've got back-to-back win now, wins now, so you see Calgary might be coming, and maybe Markstrom can get on a little bit of a heater here. Save the season, could you imagine? Hey, Moose, I'm reading this uh, daily game notes from the National Hockey League. It's one of my favorite things to do. My whole life is just reading game notes. And these are kind of like post-game notes. I like pre-game notes, post-game notes. And a couple of them are these. The Penguins became the third team to overcome a four-goal deficit and win this year with Sidney Crosby scoring in overtime, as I mentioned. Kale McCarr factored in on four of the Avs' six goals in which he reached 50 points and climb multiple franchise all-time lists. And, I mean, this gets a little wordy, but stick with me. Sidney Crosby notched his 169th career three-point game. That ties him for Paul Coffey for eighth. Think of all Sidney Crosby's done. Three Stanley Cups, the MVPs, the Olympic gold, which I understand is international competition, not the NHL, but he's still only tied Coff for eighth. Yeah, he's nowhere near the top guys, but he's still performing. He's now uh, three three-point games shy of Stevie Y, by the way, for seventh. And then with McCarr, uh, where the heck is this? He became the third active defenseman to reach the 50-point mark in a season in fewer than 50 games. The others, Brent Burns and Eric Carlson, did it. You said your best players need to be your best players. That's the one thing. And the other that I saw, and anybody that was at the game here in Sunrise last night, tell me I'm wrong. I'll talk to Nides when he comes on. The Panthers played, Darren, like their lives depended on it. I'm, I'm looking at them. Nick Cousins, not that big. Uh, Lomberg, not that physically big. They're launching themselves at people. They're finishing checks. They're, the Golden Knights just didn't seem to have it last night, clearly. They lost 2-1. But my point is, when the coaches say these things after the games, and frankly, it took me the longest time to realize that even when I was working in hockey, they're not just cliches. Finishing your hits, no mental errors. What did Tockett say the other night? I know you're tired, guys, but don't, don't kill us, right, with bad, bad penalties, bad mental mistakes. If you play smart and you have the talent, because there's not a huge differential, what is there, 27 teams within a striking of a playoff spot. If you work hard and don't make mistakes, you get a chance to win every night. And I just, that's the thing with the Flames. Would you not, the Canucks fan wrote in here the other day and said, hey, we're a grease fire, but I'd rather be the Vancouver Canucks than the Calgary Flames. And I, frankly, I'm not a Flames fan. Didn't you hear? I'm a Florida Panthers fan. But I'd far rather be the Flames because you know what? They have a talented, good team. 
So if they ever get their ducks in a row, look out. And I really wonder if that's coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, to be a Vancouver fan, there's a, the chances are you're not going to get the first overall pick. Like the odds would say you have a better chance of not getting it than you do of actually getting it. Um, so that would really suck. So why not be a team that's in the chase for the playoff spot? I know it's Bedard. But when you talked about blinders, like that hits something for me and being a racehorse early off on the top of the show. If you're the Flames or the Panthers and you said they needed to go 14 and four, so now they need to go, what is it, 13 and four now the rest of the way? Um, they're knocking off wins. So if that's the goal and you're not worried about anybody else, you're pumped. If you're the Flames, you're sitting there, you're all pumped up. It's like, yes, one more. Boom, knock it off. We only need 11 wins now and we're probably going to be in the playoffs. Trust that everything's going to take care of itself. If you worry about everybody else, you're going to come in excited after a win, look at the standings and realize everybody else won too, and you're like, oh, we didn't make up any ground. Now your win becomes a loss, and that affects you mentally, and it's going to affect you in the next game. So just worry about yourself and let the pieces, the chips fall where they may. I don't know how many people were watching my face while you were talking, but this is like, when I'm in these 12-step meetings, I'm listening to good points and I sit and I write things down, especially when we're in person. Things that I want to say based on what I'm hearing. Yeah. Because my mind will go blank. That's me. But Jeff, the Stams fan, says, so does Rod still think the Flames will make it? He may be right with a little luck. Uh, Ryan, Ryan in New York says, my devil's lost. That's the Leafs game. He said, Lindy mixed up the lines and the defense helped blow a lead late. Time to tighten the screws a bit. This is not going to make me any friends in the media, but don't worry, I don't have a lot left anyways. Don't listen to the media because when the Flames were struggling earlier this year, and that's, it's been a long year, it's been a long grind for everybody. I was in the Saddle Dome when the Sabres were there in October. And this, remember the Sabres, I think it was they were up 3-1 after the first period, and the Flames got booed off the ice in their own barn near the end of October. And I said to the media guys, did I, did I hear the fans booing the Flames? No, 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 Rod, you're hearing things. Now I'm pretty sure that they were booing the Flames. So then the media, and a lot of them are our friends, but it's, I'd rather listen to the coaches than listen to the media, okay? And the media's like, oh, they're going to they're gonna shuffle the lines. They're going to change up the lines, and that's going to be... Well, that didn't work. Well, they need to go on the road. They had an eight-game homestand. They sucked. They'll get out on the road. They'll be fine. Well, they sucked on the road, too. Maybe even worse. So, little tip here. It doesn't matter who the lines are or the defensive pairings or even who starts in goal if he's going to have his head up his ass. How about that? Back to what I said, what I said earlier. Working 10 out of 10 every single night. And for some reason, somehow, Paul Maurice got him doing that. Because in December, the Panthers were not. I was here watching them then now. They look like a completely different team, and they're having fun. When they came onto the ice for a warm-up the other night, I can't remember what game it was. But Nick Cousins was like, he flew his body at Josh Mahura in warm-up. I'm like, what are you doing? You're hitting each other? It's like when football players go and cut crash helmets. I'm like, what are you doing? But they, then they laughed. They're having fun. And that is a dangerous team. That's the Florida Panthers. And to the Flames, I don't care what the lines are. I know that the media gets the fans all stirred up with so-and-sos with so-and-so. And here's the deep pairings. Like, that's going to matter. It's not if you cough the puck up at the blue line on the power play to Connor McDavid. You know, it doesn't matter. 
You need to play smart and play hard and not make mistakes, especially now. Jason in Red Deer. Good morning, squad. I'm looking like the Flames have some life, maybe. And this is the part that annoys me. Uh, Jeff earlier on said, uh, report, you know, he says, I take back what I've been saying about the Flames. After two straight road wins, the parade plans are back on. Do you understand now, Darren, why I say, I don't want to listen to anybody. Yeah. I don't want to hear it from anybody. Why, why do you think I get so annoyed? It just Jeff is an example of the people I get really annoyed at because they come here, Jets fans, order fans, whatever, fans have already bitch and moan. And then the team wins two in a row and they're, oh, forget what I said, I take it back. Why should I have listened to you the first time? Yeah. Fair? So Fair. That, that is our summation, our NHL leftovers. We have our NHL top five, bottom five coming up. NHL appetizers, which is tonight's game. Ooh, juicy. The World Baseball Classic has begun. All of a sudden, I'm into it. Uh, we'll get to the poll question. It has to do with the Blue Jays. Some very interesting NFL stuff is coming down the pipe, so we'll be right back. Tell your friends we're live on YouTube, streaming, Game Plus TV. And, of course, WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cause it's a heave ho, hi oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? US slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is the number one rated sports talk show on Game Plus TV. The RP Show. Let's bring the moose in. We can't say we're the number one rated show because Cash Cab is number one. Ding! Ben Bailey. But I said to Moose, I think it's because so many people are watching us into Cash Cab. Huh? It's that lead-in audience, baby. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. TV speak. By the way, I hope you're having as much fun as we are on this program today. Game Plus TV, WQEE, shout out Rhino Radio. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights last night uh, here in Florida lost 2-1. It was nice to watch, frankly, two of my favorite teams. One guy, let's call him Thad, said to me in between periods, he said, you're very elusive with who your favorite team is. I said, I'm not elusive at all. I don't really have one. It changes every few years. I know that annoys fans, but it's whoever's, um, whoever's treating me the best at the time is my favorite team. How about that? And for those that scoff at that, I say, how's your team treating you? When's the last time your team did anything nice for you? <laughs> I'll wait. Oh, but what got me thinking about that is Corey in Radville, home of the Nationals. Corey writes in on the 902 line and says, I hate Vegas because everyone just jumped on their bandwagon because they were good. Just dropped their own teams. It's the worst kind of fans. They're pathetic. Well, I cheered for Vegas because I was looking for a fresh start. They were a fresh team, and it worked there for a while. But then I was looking for another new fresh start and ended up in Florida. And they happened to be a hockey team here. How about that? So moving on that? with our points. The 20-team World Baseball Classic got underway after a six-year absence with the Netherlands defeating Cuba 4-2 in a Group A game in Taiwan to open the tournament. The United States won the last event in 2017 and is among the favorites with the Dominican Republic and Japan, both former champions. Canada plays its first game Sunday against Great Britain in Phoenix. Let's spend a minute on that for a second. I won't be cheering for the USA in probably any international competition ever. Um, and I was looking at the Canadian roster, and what the heck? We got our own buddy Andrew Albers was on the team. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Pride of North Battleford Sask, and of course, Freddie Freeman's on the team. There's uh, some other current big league Canadians. Andrew is not in the, he's currently a free agent, not signed with a big league club. But because of that, and I thank Alex in the Game Plus control room, you guys could all have a big chuckle there. You got me into the World Baseball Classic, got me looking up the roster, looking up the schedule. So now I'm into it. Didn't take much. How about you, Moose? Yeah, I'm, I'm into it too. Andrew Albers, he's a former Saskatoon Yellow Jacket. Uh, we've oh, yeah, yeah. we've had lots of lots of time with him. Um, you know, it's another audition for him too, to maybe get a, a contract again and get back into the game. Um, but he was, you know, he's serviceable and he's going to be great for Canada. And I'm into it. You're right. Like Canada's got some under the radar players here, and we'll see what they can do at the against the best in the world. Man, time flies. 
Clark is the baseball guy on staff. I didn't realize the last one was 2017, and because I do remember, was that when he was in Phoenix? Because oh, they're playing in Phoenix, Great Britain in Phoenix. But it was in Phoenix, right? My my good friend Dustin Mulliken was pitching for Team Canada, and he was with the Detroit Tigers at the time. Remember, there was a big brawl, wasn't it, against Team Mexico? Can we get some brawls this time around? <laughs> I just can't believe that's the last time. Let's get a good Donnie Brook in there, a brouhaha. Then I'll really pay attention. Point six B, place line, Lakeland, Florida. Toronto pitcher Yusei Kikuchi continued his impressive spring with three no-hit innings before the Blue Jays fell 7-2 to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Kikuchi has been making a strong bid to join ace Alec Manoa, Kevin Gosman, Jose Barrios, and newcomer Chris Bassett in the Blue Jays' starting rotation. He's yet to surrender a run in spring training and has struck out nine over seven innings in three preseason appearances. So it's brought us to today's poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. It is this. Capital, of course, has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Where do you think the Blue Jays will finish? And it's neck and neck on Twitter. 41% say second. 40% say first. What's the YouTube crowd saying, Clark? What are they saying? Ah, 50% say second place that leads. Uh, so last year, last year, I very closely remember, because we do this poll once a year, and we're, this is the fourth year of us being on the air. I know it's new to a lot of uh, viewers and listeners. They just found us, but we're in year four, episode number 954. And one year ago, the audience, Darren, voted for... Third, third place, one out, preseason poll, and the Blue Jays ended up finishing second. I think it was nine games, seven games, seven games behind the division-leading New York Yankees. So expectations are lofty, but I would suggest now's the time. They certainly learned a lesson against Seattle in the playoffs, didn't they? And the biggest implosion in not just Blue Jays history, but Toronto sports history, save for game seven against Boston. Sorry, Clark. Bruins. But hey. The Toronto, the most hurting sports city in Canada. Sorry. I just don't shoot the messenger. Um, but I'm going to vote first. What the hey? I'm going to vote first. How about you? Number one. Let's go. I think they got an opportunity here. You know, as this young core gets, gets a little bit older and a little more mature, they're not aging. The core is not aging. It's just into the prime. And so ride it. This, this group should be a better team than they were last year and take a step forward. At least that should be the expectation from everybody. We will welcome your comments on the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> Jeff in Winnipeg writes in, and he says, I almost didn't make it to work this morning because of the World Baseball Classic, LOL. Go Canada. Well, again, they're not playing until Sunday. John Ohm is watching in Winnipeg. Ohm. And he says, Jets, Jets, Jets are going to get wild tonight. Boo! Uh, well, we covered that right off the top with NHL appetizers, and we'll get more into that in an hour, too. This is the biggest... If I was a Jets fan, I'd be nervous, and I think they are. They've actually been nervous for a while. 
because here come the flames. And is a lot of people going to feel really dumb when the flames turn this thing around? And I'm not saying it's the Jets that they'll surpass, but I think the biggest key was Jacob Markstrom and his 40-save shutty last night. That doesn't just happen. It's a game about confidence, and it looks like he's got it back. Now, moving on, football. The ta- this is from the USA Today. I stole it. The, U- the table is just about set for free agency in the NFL for 2023. Tuesday, yesterday, the 4 p.m. Eastern deadline passed for all 32 teams to use the franchise or transition tag to restrict the movement of one of their pending free agents. Six players were tagged. I know for those that don't follow the NFL, this may seem tedious, but for those that do follow it, this is very big. The Baltimore Ravens slapped the non-exclusive tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team, put it on running back Tony Pollard. Jacksonville Jaguars put it on tight end Evan Ingram. The Raiders, uh, non-exclusive tagged running back Josh Jacobs. Giants running back Saquon. Barkley got that tag in Washington Commanders defensive tackle Darren Payne. All are free to negotiate offers with other clubs and could be signed away at the cost of two first-round picks if their current team declines to match contractual terms. So I'll say this. I kind of felt internally moose. I was eating a little crow yesterday because all those things they were talking about on ESPN came to fruition. I sort of wonder how does an insider like Dan Graziano or, for that matter, Adam Schefter of ESPN, how does he know that the Ravens are going to specifically put the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, which is different than the exclusive tag? He knew... Dan Graziano knew exactly what they were going to do. I've never quite figured out that part of the insider's game. Do you know how they do it? I know. It's just relationships, as you know, and, and, and conversations and constantly being in, in, in conversation and in touch with people to understand that there's interest out there. And it's just to kind of, you know, gauge what the market is, too. We also found out that they're not always correct. I mean... The Atlanta Falcons decided they're not in on Lamar Jackson. They're one of the teams that are out on Lamar Jackson now. They won't be digging around to try and see what, he, what he's looking for in terms of a contract. So um, not always 100%, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how accurate they are, though, when they know these fine details. In hour two, I'm going to turn it over to a lot of the audience in terms of what they'd like to talk about. I was going to do a poll question today on what do you think will happen with Aaron Rodgers? Will it be a trade? Will he stay in Green Bay? But I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers. And I wanted to get that Blue Jays question out. And that seems to be a very popular poll. By the way, Clark, I don't know if you guys or our technical producer, Ryan Baracco, has connection or communication with Game Plus in Toronto. But you guys tell me in Toronto, if we're eligible to take a break, blink twice because we got <laughs> Shane Knighty we can't we got Shane Knighty lined up and ready to roll and I don't want to take away his tanning time because I'm sure he's ready to go to the beach on this off day for the Golden Knights just point six the final point the LA Lakers have retired Pau Gasol's number 16 jersey they hung it in the rafters Tuesday night alongside the number 24 worn by the late Kobe Bryant the two stars teamed up to reach three straight NBA finals and win two of them after Gasol joined the Lakers in 2008. So kudos to Powell Gasol. Tonight, the Raptors are at the L.A. Clippers. Same barn, by the way. And our Atlanta Hawks, because we're on the radio in Atlanta, of course, uh, visit the Washington Wizards. So we're going to have our way with the Wizards tonight. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. Okay, we'll see you then. We are going to talk with the pride of Nipawa, Manitoba. 
Golden Knights television color man, the Sheriff Shane Knighty. When we come back, we're live all across Canada on the Game Plus television network. We're also live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE The Key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. It is the RP Show live from beautiful South Florida, hot and steamy. And uh, so here last night in Sunrise, Sergey Barbosky made 31 saves as Florida ended the Vegas Golden Knights three-game win streak, beating Vegas 2-1 at FLA Live Arena. My good friend Shane Knighty called it. Uh, the veteran of 550 NHL games, Stanley Cup champion with the Boston Bruins, pride of Nipawa, Manitoba. Knights, welcome uh, back to the program. How's your Florida stay been, bud, aside from the game last night? Yeah, that was probably the down part of it. Uh, no, it's, it's always great to be in Florida. <laughs> the, the weather's been a little cool out in Vegas, so uh, it's kind of a crazy long trip, a long road trip, five games for the for the team, but uh, I'm enjoying the sunshine while I can. Uh, awesome, man. Well, and uh, protecting that voice, too. Listen, Nides, it was not the Knights' best effort last night. Uh, the Panthers were very excited with their effort. What, what did you think of Vegas, what they came forth with? Uh, it's kind of becoming too much of a common theme for this team. I know, uh, you know, they've been good 9-2-2 two and two since the break. Uh, you know, been up top of the West, kind of turned things around. Going into the All-Star break, things weren't good. But uh, the common thread has kind of been their starts, just slow, uh, a first period. You know, without Aiden Hill last night, uh, it could have been a lot worse. It, it's similar to his last start when they played New Jersey. They weren't very good as well. Um, so for this team, and they've talked about Bruce Cassidy's mentioned, that, you know, this time of the year, you're building to your per to the game you want to have in playoffs. They aren't there yet. They're, they're, there's too many gaps in their game. And certainly you're not going to dominate a 60 minute. The other team's trying to win too. But uh, not a good enough start last night. Uh, you go to the game before that, Montreal. Up three nothing. They had two three goal leads. Then ended up being a one goal game. So they're 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 sleepy parts of their game. Uh, I think he used the word casual. They've got to be more mindful of situational hockey, and I think that's something they got to build on. All that said, it's a lot easier to kind of build on it when you've been playing good and uh, try and correct those areas of your game. You know, the last time you're on, now that I think about it, was a year ago, and the. The Knights were on their way to missing the playoffs, and you brought up the injuries. And you, you said, hey, take Gaudreau and uh, Kachuk off the flames. What would they do? And uh, I never forgot that. When you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But you still got injuries this year. Are you Like, what's the change from a year ago? Well, the change, I think, is they, they haven't had that third wave. So you get injuries. You get those early ones. Then you get some big ones. And then... What happened is they added more injuries at the end of your Riley Smith, Mark Stone. Stone's out again now, uh, of course, but you got a healthy Jack Eichel. You've got, uh, and last year heading into the All-Star break, let's not forget, they were in first place. And then they got hammered with that third wave, if you want to call it third wave of injuries, and then missed playoffs. So um, this year they've been able to come out of that break, and I think you learn from the past, and they certainly did. They came out of the break motivated. And have played well. Yeah, they had Mark Stone out outside of him. 
they didn't have anybody. Logan Thompson, of course, got hurt right after the All-Star break. Um, but Aiden Hills played excellent. Lauren Brossois, who finally got an opportunity, who was probably their you know most seasoned goaltender at the start of the year between Hill, uh, Thompson, and Brossois, finally came in, played excellent in three games. Then he got injured. So, of course, that, that forced them to make a move at the deadline when they got uh, Jonathan Quick uh, after a, a shocking trade. As he went to Columbus, they were able to, to bring him in. So, uh, you know, as long as they don't get hit with any more, I think, you know, it, it, it's now a, a deep team. They made some additions at the deadline that helped. Barbashev was a great pickup, especially now with the injury to Will Carey, who's having a career year. You know, uh, and that's the thing. Um, watching the Golden Knights last night, you still got to Riley Smith, the Marches O'Shea Theodore, Petrangelo, the big big pickup. Uh, he he wasn't a day oneer, but he's been there a while. Do they do the Knights still have that same culture from year one, or has it evolved over time, Shane? I think they lost a bit of it. Actually, Jonathan Marshall was asked this uh, question, I believe, yesterday morning before the game, and uh, he talked. He he said they kind of the chemistry in the room is back to what close to what year one was. I don't think you can ever replicate that. that that's impossible because it was such a unique scenario with everything that went in, uh, the emotion that was tied to Vegas at that time, starting the season. Of course, there was tragedy involved. We all know. I don't need to bring it up. But And then the magical run they had um, with all these guys who were thrown together, chips on the show, whatever you want to call it, proving people wrong. And, and it was just it was surreal in a sense. I know when will we ever see an inaugural team in pro sports go to the final in year one? I, I don't know it'll happen. But that said, he said, yes, John Marshall mentioned that the chemistry, how close this room is, the additions they had were seamless. I think it helps when, you know, Guy Barbashev won a cup with Petrangelo. When you win a cup with somebody, you're bonded for life. So that's an easy transition. I think John on the quick. Martinez, you knew McNabb, John Stevens, the assistant coach. Um, and then Teddy Bluger, I think, was just a real kind of, you know, solidifies that kind of fourth line, a guy you can plug and play. Uh, very maybe undervalued for his defensive game he has as, as you know, a fourth-line center, a great penalty player, one of the best in the NHL analytically. So uh, that chemistry, and I'm a, I'm a big proponent of it, I, I think it's so key if you want to be a successful team. It's funny when people talk about the expansion draft rules being bent or so that Vegas um, could benefit. I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, but I mean, aside from flower, and if you can only protect one goalie, you know you're going to get one good one. Nides, it was a bunch of no-names. Derek England, really? Come on. You know, who was Carlson? Who was Riley Smith? Who were these guys? But they became very special guys. But do you get insulted when you hear that expansion draft thing? I do, and I don't even work for the team uh, i think I, I i laugh still when people say that because i remember even after the team was picked and the words and you know hockey wasn't going to work in vegas this team's not going to win a game and everything said but, but you're exactly right like those guys that came in the names and a lot of them got paid because of the success you go to colin miller nate schmidt guys like this that have gone to other teams have they been superstars there no but they came in and this magical thing happened where they got rewarded for it and had, you know, like careers that are, you know, incredible. Eric Halla had 29 goals. Carl won't score 29 again. Good player. Carlson, terrific player who brings it every night. 43 goals. Um, 
you know, I hope he can do it again. I, I doubt it. You know, he's probably around that 15 to 20 goal guy. Um, so there was just so many things that, that happened that year that it, it came together. It was a, a group of guys, and, and not many of them we talk about superstars. I think, you know, Jonathan Marshall, maybe the most consistent, Riley Smith. Uh, those guys have continued to perform at what they did that year one, but a lot of those guys who have went on, individual performance has not lived up to that year one. Vegas Golden Knights broadcaster Shane Knighty was, is with us uh, here at hour one of the program. I got to ask you, will we ever definitively be able to say who won the Jack Eichel trade? Because I'm watching him last night here in Sunrise. <laughs> yeah, can't take your eyes off him, but he's a little bit of high risk, or at least he was at times last night. I mean, will we ever be able to say who won that deal? I think it's still too early. I think, you know, they're both young players. You know, look at what Alex Tuck, he's having a career year. Uh, I know he's injured now, and that's kind of been a thing for him in the past at times, and, and Peyton Krebs part of that deal as well. Where, where, and what will he become? Um, I will say this, Jack Eichel's on a day-to-day -day basis, one of the most skilled hockey players I've ever watched. And I think people have to sit back and say, you know, everybody develops on a different curve. This is kind of his first full season of hockey in three three years um coming back so he's missed a bunch of time and add on to that he's got to learn to play a certain way he's still young and learning the game i think there uh there there's a the potentials you know off the charts his ability his speed his his skill um and he has what i like about him he's competitive bruce cassie's talked a lot of times and last night's a tough game to evaluate He's been one of their best defensive forwards because of his ability to come back. And he's, he's bought into defending. So he's going to – now he's got to put it together. I think it's timing. I think for shooting, he's got a little more confidence in his shot because he's got a great release. Um, I just think it's him learning those habits of the game that are going to take him. He has another level to get to, no question. I think he'll get there. So I think it's still too early to evaluate the trade, but I think for both teams, they won. They're, they're both happy with the way it's turned out. Alex Tuck's been a great fit on the wing. Golden Knights needed a legit number one center, and that's what they got. Uh, lastly, Knights, we only got two minutes, but uh, John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg. We got a lot of questions and comments have come in, but he says, oh, Shane, yeah, baby, best dressed man in the business. <laughs> I do like your thread, Knights. Uh, you, you did pick up some style after our time in PA together. But I got to say this. We had an alumni event down here, All-Star Week, and Paul Healy played in it. It was Panthers uh, alumni versus NHL alumni. And Heels was in it. And I think about, I was speaking at a banquet in Shelbrooke a few years ago, and they said, who was on the Raiders when you were doing the games? And I was like, Steve Kelly, Paul Healy, David Van Drunen, Russell Hogue, Shane Knighty. And it was like, like, maybe they'd know Dennis Peterson. Maybe Shane Toporowski. But it seems like so long ago. What a special group, Nides. It really was. It, great guys. And it's funny. I think it was about a year ago in Vegas. Out of the random, I got a, a text. Shane Zeliniak. Zinger. And he <laughs> wanted to come. And he was a little before early on. That was when we had four Shane. Shane Zeliniak, Shane Toporowski, Shane Nighty, and Shane Willis. I should have asked you Willis. to name him. Yeah. Another guy who played Carolina, still there doing TV. So, yeah, it was a special group, special time. And, you know, there's some regret there. We were so close. We had such a good team for a couple of years and, and falling short. That's one of the things that, uh, you know, as you look back in parts of your career at different levels, uh, you know, couldn't get past those weekings.
And don't worry, I, I, I like Kelly McCrimmon every now and then. Yeah, it's uh, it was tough, but uh, um, yeah, we had we had a great group. we had great times, memories. You talk about my thread. We didn't need threads then. We just rolled up whatever we had, put it in the top of the bus, drive for fourteen hours, whatever, and unroll it, put it on. I sat beside. Played. I sat beside Greg Harvey for two weeks. He took one shirt. Harves. Two weeks. On the West Coast road trip. Are you kidding me? I love him. Yeah, well, at least you're Another on. good man. Oh, uh, pride of Dayfo, Saskatchewan. But uh, at least you're on Crim's side now. Because with the trade with Jonathan Quick, I said, congratulations, L.A. You've just been McCrimmoned. What happened to us in the 90s every year. Anyways, Nides, I always appreciate it. Uh, I'll let you go enjoy the, the day. Thanks for fitness in, pal. Oh, I'm happy to be on, and anytime you need me, Roddy. Good to talk, and uh, all the best, bud. Thanks, bud. Same to you. The great Shane Knighty, Vegas Golden Knights TV color commentator. We'll be right back with a sports update. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and WQEE The Key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. The studio is in South Florida and uh, we will do viewer and listener takeover here. A comment from John Ohm. Ohm says, great interview, Rod. Love 90. LOL, one shirt, smelly. That's a fact. And next hour, let's get into some road trip stories uh, when the Moose rejoins. But I'm going to tell you right now, and Moose knows the guy I was talking about, Greg Harvey. He was one of our about six fighters. And uh, two weeks on a bus, I was the rookie radio guy. I was, I was 20. Not he thought I was old. He was 18. And uh, Greg Harvey... Had his dress shirt and tie all done up in a nap in a backpack between his legs and one toothbrush. Well, we only need one toothbrush, but my point is he wore a tracksuit and that dress shirt. And when he took the shirt off, he just scrumpled it up and put it in the bag. Two weeks. Never washed it. And then he put the toothbrush right here. In the in the shirt pocket. Yeah. All on that team that Shane Knighty was on. Jake Hughes writing in. He says, It's been a few days, but hello, RP show. Missed your faces. Missed yours, Jake. Hope things are going great with the Hughes Sports Podcast. They focus on the Vancouver Canucks and a little of the BC Lions. Oh, boy. Bear with me while I get the sports update here, everybody. I'm telling you, it's, it's sad. I'm tell- I went up to speak in Shelbrook, the home of Terry Simpson. Anybody know who he is? Winningest coach in Prince Albert Raiders history, former coach of the New York Islanders. 
uh, I went. I spoke at his town, and the questions from the crowd came. Rod, who was on the Raiders when you were doing that game? Ninety-three to ninety-five, and I rattled off these names, and they just stared at me blankly. I'm like, how do you not remember? It's the closest team to your town, but it people forget. It's important that we bring this stuff up. Uh, speaking of all of that, two of the best junior from sports update, two of the best junior hockey teams in the country, both focused on winning the Memorial Cup this spring, had to settle their differences in a shootout Tuesday night in Seattle. Shootout goals by Caden Bankier and Matthew Semenoff gave the Kamloops Blazers a 3-2 victory at Seattle in what could be a playoff preview down the road. In Winnipeg, Matthew Savoy had a goal and a helper as the Winnipeg Ice edged the visiting Medicine Hat Tigers 3-1. And in Prince Albert, Nolan Ritchie's goal at 15:33 of the second period proved to be the winner as the visiting Brandon Wheat Kings knocked off the Prince Albert Raiders 4-3. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, get this one, Scream 6. Following the latest ghost face killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter. In Scream 6, Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy-Brown, Mason Gooding, Jenna Ortega, Hayden Panettiere, and Courtney Cox return to their roles in the franchise alongside Jack Champion, Harry Zerny, Leanna Liberato, Dermot Mulroney, Devin Nakota, Tony Revoluri, and a bunch of other people that I've never heard of. Scream 6 in Landmark Cinemas now. Check it out. I know there's a lot of people very excited to go. And I will be watching it when I get back to Canada. Hmm, interesting. Jason in Red Deer writes in and says, the Rebels can clinch first division title in 10 years tonight if they win. I didn't write down the dub games. We'll get into it next hour. Last minute of play in hour one. Jake says it's going to be a ton more BC Lions on their podcast this summer. Super excited for the CFL season this year. Awesome, as are we. Um, I wanted to get into this with Moose earlier, and I'll every day in the NHL game notes, we don't have time to do it here, but there were they, they tell, actually it's about once a week, they tell a story of some guy's weird road to the NHL. And uh, today's was Thatcher Demko. He's one of only three California-born goalies in the National Hockey League history. Three only from California. Thatcher Demko's one. We'll talk about the other two. Can you guess him in the break? Hour two coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE. So NFL, NHL, baseball, Blue Jays, all coming up after this. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.